do I need to scoot? Uh, no, you're good. Do you okay. Want, do you want to be able to see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, hide me, hide me. Wait. I'm shy. <laughs> Got Ali Wakowski in the building. Ain't dang if you let shit slide. Ain't bad if you got a dick ride. Big guns and a lot of zip ties. Says she look like me, quit lying. Let's go. We gon' spin and kill. Deep in the spot. A nigga telling off. Whoa. <laughs> They're not always that good. Wait, that was so fun. Yeah. Uh, sometimes sometimes the mix is good, sometimes it's not. I'm working on getting a controller, and then I'm going to really be Whoa. doing stuff. Yeah, Wait, so yeah. you, you, the, you, I'm going to sound like a dummy, but I don't oh, care. No. You did this yourself. What do you mean? That mi- like, is... It doesn't... I just did that in front of you just now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I would have, like, Ugh, then it would have sounded So those goofy. are two separate songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's Nicki Minaj doing a Nicki Minaj song. But then that's also the... Nicki Minaj did the sample. I didn't, like, sample okay. it. What song is this? Everybody by Everybody by Nicki Minaj featuring When did this Lil come Uzi out? Band. A couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Don't this... feel bad. Okay, did Don't she... Don't feel bad. Is... Did she just put out an album? Yes. And that's the one with the... Pink Friday 2. Gabbana on my tippies. Because that, that song I know about, it's it's on TikTok. Okay, okay. This one's on TikTok too, but okay. maybe on the... On I haven't the, heard this On the yet. more dancing side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that that just brought me back. It got me fired up because it sounds like a cheerleading mix. Okay. I used okay. to do cheer for a little bit. You did yeah. competition cheering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. My sister was in cheerleading competitions. Really? Yes. What was it? Do you remember her cheer team name? Um. Well, they che- they were still the cheerleaders for our football team, but they okay. also did competitions. So we were the Vikings. So they were the Vikings. Okay. The Sandtown Vikings. Nice. Did they have like <laughs> one first place in I want to say 2001 Whoa. cheerleading competition maybe? Okay. Yeah. Did they go to like Florida? Uh it was I mean it was like I guess the state competition. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But we it were... would we would be there all day long. Yeah. And it would just be cheerleaders after cheerleaders doing cheers. To the point where you start to know stuff, you're like, oh, man, she's out of bounds. Yeah, that back tumble. They're going to be disqualified. Oh, man, this bass real shaky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, all the snacks you can think of, all the concession stands are open because you're there for, like, six hours. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, all right, I want a pickle. I'm curious. I want some fries. (laughs) Okay. As a guy going to the, you know, cheer tournaments and practices, are you excited to see a bunch of girls dancing? Or after a while, you're just like paying attention to the technique? At that age, none of the girls are looking at me. Mm -hmm. And there are no, like, just random girls going to that. Yeah. Every girl that's there is there for a thing. Mm -hmm. Or they're like a... A sibling that's way older, way younger. Yeah. There's no, like, girls your age that you're going to meet at the cheerleading competition. So you're just really just walking around just, yeah, being random. Sometimes some of the best pickup football games would happen if there was grass around. Because then all the boys would get together and there was, like, nobody's watching us. Yeah. Now we're playing tackle football, no pads. Throw them up, bust them up. One person get the ball. They're against everybody. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, we we were playing crazy football. Yeah, near a chilling competition. Yeah, but if it was in a gym, now you're kind of locked in. Now you kind of you kind of got to sit in the bleachers. Um, where I grew up, there's always like a big police officer by the concession stand, so there's not like a lot of riffraff going on over there. And you just kind of got to watch it. 
You're yeah. just forced to watch cheerleading. Yeah. It's fun. The music is really fun. Because it is, is a lot really of fun. like uh cuts and Yeah. I like when they add dialogue into the cuts. A lot of mixes and and growing up in Atlanta, we had a lot of bass music was in cheerleading That's and stuff cool. and like a lot of the the stuff that uh you know, they would play at the skating rink and stuff. They would use yeah. as, as their routine songs. But then that summer of 2001, every chilling squad in Atlanta used Bombs Over Baghdad as their song. So you're you're hearing the same oh, yes. song oh, yeah. over and yeah. over and over and over again. I think whoever didn't use B.O.B., they might they might have won it all. Just for originality. I think the key for that year was just don't touch B.O.B. Yeah. Because, yeah, man. And I love that song. I love Outkast. But I by the end of that competition, I was like, I don't have to hear B.O.B. for a while. Yeah. But it is, I feel like that is an underrated sport for Mm -hmm. discovering music. Because I do think that cheer competitions and like, you know, the cheer teams, they use so much music. Yeah. And no one really, no one's ever putting some respect on the cheerleading game. They don't even put respect on any sports that require music. Yeah. I feel like ice skating. True. Ribbon dancing. True. You know, cheerleading, gymnastics, like like the people be acting, but it's like, nah, like I there are never any boy sports where it's like, man, I gotta get a, a tape made. Yeah. You know? You I would have loved that. I would have loved that. If like for baseball, it's like, man, I gotta get a mixtape made. Yeah. For me to go to bat. I feel like it'd be so much more fun. Yeah. I mean, I guess baseball games do kind of incorporate music if you're a pro yeah but like little league baseball they don't get maybe now they might get theme music now for t-ball i have no clue but uh yeah like only pros get like theme music and stuff did you do football you did football i did football um i did basketball i did baseball but but more football than anything yeah yeah because football they don't make cuts they need a lot of people. Yeah, it's a big team. Yeah, so Everyone I, I went the valuable. furthest in football because everybody makes a team in football. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long did you do it? Until, like, maybe junior year. I was like... Oh, so you did it in high school. Yeah, I did it in high school, and then and then I was like, debate? I'm way better at that. Whoa, so I'm you're the like... captain of the debate team. I'm, I'm holding the debate team back with these football dreams and sitting on this bench watching football games this close, I could just, like, yeah. You have the high school trajectory of, like, a musical where it's, like, guy, jock, you know, going into high school as a jock, and then all of a sudden is, like, I I just want to debate. I I wouldn't say I would be considered a jock. I mean... I would be probably more considered a nerd who happened to be on the football team. Nerd with a jersey. Yeah. A nerd with a jersey. Nerd with a cool outfit. Yeah. A nerd that has to wear a suit on Fridays. Yeah. And everyone is like, hey, did you know the football team was wearing suits today? And I'm like, yeah, I'm on the football team, you know? And then, yeah. That would be funny. That's a great way to be, you know, that's kind of a life hack. For any high school listeners, if you wish you were yeah. on the football team or you want to seem like you're on the football team, just show up. You gotta make now. You gotta do it. You gotta get hit. Yeah. You gotta. They, well, they don't talk about CTE for people who just got hit in practice. They never talk about our brains at all. You know. That's true. Yeah, but it is. It is a. You know, if you can do it, if you can do it, then first of all, you'll be in great shape. Best shape of my life was when I was playing football. You know, nobody's chasing you. You got a lot of stamina. You're doing drills. You're running. Also, you got you got brothers. You got people out there that are, you know what I'm saying, some of the coolest people in the school dapping you up and like, hey, what's up, Rob? Now, that I mean, that means a little something, yeah. you know? Was there anyone on your football team who was maybe a little bit gay? 
I feel like I hear about that all the time. It, like in high school, especially football. Yeah. Because guys, especially if they're maybe in the closet, they're like, if I do football, no one will think I'm gay and my secret will be safe. But then, you know, they end up exploring with maybe a friend on the football team. Um, there are, I mean, I've heard, I've heard whispers of this sort of thing. Ooh. You know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't out anybody. I don't remember, uh, any instances on that particular team, but there, there have been teams that I've been on and I've heard, yeah. heard of such things. Oh, but, that's so uh, exciting to be young in high school and figuring <laughs> yourself out. It's not exciting. It's horrible. No, but then looking back on it, you're like, wow, I didn't know anything. I was so scared and like yeah. dumb. Yeah. But no. in the moment, everything's so heightened. I wish I wish I could talk to high school Rob. Yeah. I wish I could go back and be like, dude, you're not going to know any of these people. Yeah. Even the people that you think you're going to know, you're going to know them for a little period. Then after a while, you're just going to type their names and look them up and not say anything. Just judge from afar, from pictures. Have you, my high school reunion just passed, the first mm -hmm. one, and I did not go, but I was so aggressively, like, checking the Instagrams of everyone from my high school to, like, yeah. see how the high school reunion was. Yeah. What they were doing. I wanted to get all the drama. When you say the first one, like, what? Like, like the 10 year. 10 like, this year? is, like, the first high school reunion. Got you. I missed my 10 year because I couldn't afford it. Mm. I was broke doing comedy in New York. Yeah. And they were like, it's $100. And I was like, I don't have $100. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to be around these people while I don't have a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, no, it, it was because I remember the our president, our SGA president, who was really good and really thorough and did what she's supposed to do, and mm -hmm. he hit, you know, called me like, "Hey, are you?" You know, and I was like, "I can't do that." Yeah, yeah. I, I think about that a lot. But, well, do you uh, think you'll go to your twenty year? Oh, I'm going to my 20th yeah, year. Yeah, me too. I mean, th yeah, things will have to go awry for me to yeah. <laughs> not feel comfortable going to my 20th year. But I don't know. I don't. Do think you want to like? Same. Do you want to like go and flex, or do you just want to be like amongst you know your? Because in my head, for the longest time, I was like, when my 10 year reunion comes up, they're not even gonna recognize me. I would say stuff like that before I even got to high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. watch Ricky Lake Geek the Sheik and be like, that's going to be me. I'm going to be Geek the Sheik. Like, I already knew. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to go on Ricky yeah. Lake 10 years <laughs> after high school. Yeah. Uh, and then Ricky Lake wasn't even around. Yeah. You're like, Damn. <laughs> that's so funny. Mm-hmm. But do you still feel that way, or do you think? What do you think? Twenty year reunion. I don't think I gotta flex. Mm -hmm. I don't think I, I think if I show up, I don't have to That's flex. That's the flex. That's the flex. That's the flex. Yeah, yeah. Low key. Yeah. Yeah. Happy, down to do whatever. Hey, we're going bowling. All right, cool. Let's yeah. go bowling. Whatever we do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the flex. I love that. We got Ali Makovsky. In the building. Yes. I just found out recently you started comedy at seven. Well, yeah, but no. Yeah. Yeah, but no. But no. But no. I, 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 it's just like a weird circumstance where I ended up getting like a job mm -hmm. that was like a entertainment comedy job but without trying at all i mean this sounds fire so what happened was i'm like yeah i'm just like your normal girl yes just regular both mm -hmm. my parents are longshoremen okay have you seen season two of the wire uh yes you know when they like work on the port mm -hmm. that's what my parents do okay they just like you know, whatever. Anyway, I'm I'm getting ready for school. I'm listening to the radio. I'm listening to 102.7 Kiss FM. Okay. Ryan Seacrest is the host. Okay. And is American Idol on? Oh yeah. So this He's is like Ryan, Ryan Seacrest, Seacrest is like in his prime. Seacrest out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> yes. Whoa. Yeah. 
Yeah, so Seacrest is in his prime. He's doing mm-hmm. American Idol. He's doing New Year's Eve. He's doing the radio. Okay. And it's, you know, 7 in the morning or whatever, and I'm getting ready for school. My sisters are home. They're getting ready for school. I asked my oldest sister, I'm like, what's the phone number for Kiss FM? I want to call. I'm seven years old. Uh-huh. They're like, why do you want to call? And I'm like, I don't know. I want to, like, give a shout-out to my friends at school. Yeah. She's like, well, I'm not going to give you the number. You're going to embarrass me. All my friends know your voice. I'm not going to give okay. you the number. Voice already ringing in the streets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then she's like, hmm, maybe I'll try calling in. So she tries calling in a few times. She doesn't get through. Mm. My dad drops her off at school. They're on the way. And it's just me and my other sister at home. I hit redial on the phone because I'm smart as Ooh. hell. So I hit redial. I get through immediately, but I have, like, no game plan. I don't know okay. my strategy. Because the redial is dialing out super fast, cut. It just through. goes in, and then all of a sudden I'm I'm talking to a producer. The producer's like, hey, what's your name? What, like, what, do you, what are you calling for? Yeah. And so I'm like, Courtney. This is where most little kids get shut down. Yeah. I want you to know... A lot of us called the radio as kids. A lot of us, once we got to the producer, we did whatever bit we were trying to do Uh too early Uh or whatever voice or chickened out, hung up, sounded like a kid. This is where most people don't, don't make it to. Well, I think the good thing was I didn't have a strategy, so I didn't even know what I was going to do. So the producer's like, what are you, what, what are you calling about? And yeah. I'm asking my sister, I'm like, what am I calling about? My sister's like, ask for Britney Spears tickets. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I want Britney Spears tickets. So I'm like, okay, stay on the line. Stay on the okay. line. We'll get you to Ryan. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So then I hear Ryan, Seacrest. Yeah. American Idol. Yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, like, who are you? I'm like, I'm Allie. And I sound like a seven-year-old. Yeah. Like, I don't sound like how I do now. I'm very high-pitched. Okay. I'm like, hi, I'm Allie. He's like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm seven. He's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I want Amer- or I want Britney Spears tickets. He goes, okay, can you sing us a Britney Spears song? I'm like, hell yeah. So I start singing Toxic. <laughs> I'm seven years At old. seven? Yeah, I'm just like, the taste of your lips, I'm on a <laughs> And I think I sung like a good portion of the song. It wasn't just like a chorus. It was like, I'm starting from the beginning. Exactly. (laughs) I'm like having them count me in. I'm, you know, I'm doing Mm -hmm. the whole thing. And then I'm done burying my heart out singing Toxic at the age of seven. And they're like, we don't have Britney Spears tickets. But but we have American Idol tickets. Okay. That feels like a huge downgrade to me. Singing America's number one pop star and then saying some wannabes. At, at seven. Yeah, at seven. So Other kids are dialing 1-800-IDOLS-4. Other kids are on board. Me, high schooler, calling in like, hey, I think Justin yeah. should win. I'm like, I don't care about these losers. I want to see the big, you know, I want to mm-hmm. see Britney. So they go, we don't have Britney Spears tickets, but we have American Idol tickets. And I go, well, only go if they're VIP. I knew from Hilarious. a young age what I wanted. Hilarious. What are VIP American Idol seats? I have no idea, but I'm like, I don't want to just be in the right, background right, of American Idol. Right. If I'm going, I want the full experience. I want to. I, I might as well audition at that point. Mm-hmm. You might as well let me sing on the big stage. That's funny. I yeah. didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about singing on the radio to the person who like hears random people yeah. sing all the time. I didn't think about that either until just now. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so he was like, you're precocious. I'm like, I have no idea what that means. I'm seven years old, (laughs) but I'm hoping it's a good thing. Yeah. And then they gave me American Idol tickets. And after the phone call, they're like, why don't you call us back and tell us about your American Idol experience? Okay. So I go to- A call back. A call back. Yes. So I go to American Idol. I'm in the back. Uh I have terrible seats. I don't have a good time. (laughs) I don't remember the call back in my memory. I just had that one phone call, mm-hmm. and that's where it all took off. But my dad, I guess, I guess I went to American Idol. The second probably was the most important. I guess so, but I have no memory of it. It's over. If the second one's whack, yeah. it's over with. It's yeah. like, all right, well, that was Allie. Okay, kids, don't be calling up here asking for stuff. Yeah. 
But then after the call, they 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 put me back on with the producer, and they're like, "Hey, um, we have an idea. Is your are your parents home? Can we talk to your parents?" I'm like, "No, they're not home. They're like it's seven in the morning. Where are your parents?" I'm like, "I don't know." I'm like, "Okay, we'll give whoever our phone number. We yeah. want to talk to them." So then they talked, and they were like, "We have an idea." We'll see if it works, and mm-hmm. if not, whatever, but we'll try it. And they pretty much just were like, we're going to try and do these prank phone calls. We'll bring you up to the studio. We'll pre-record like a week's worth of prank phone calls. We'll play them on the radio. If it you know goes well, then yeah. you'll keep doing it. And if not, then like whatever. Cool story to tell. Do you realize there are grown people doing the same thing that you're, you were doing as a seven-year-old? Yeah. Like, like Ricky Smiley at that time was doing prank phone calls. Like, Roy Wood Jr. at that time was doing prank phone Roy calls. Roy Wood Jr. was doing prank phone calls? Yes. And you, seven years old, yeah. doing prank phone calls. Yeah. It was cool. That's nuts. Yeah. So, do kids at school know that you're... Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, and I don't think, like, I mean, I was in third grade when mm-hmm. this first happened. So, I don't think... I don't think many third graders were listening to Kiss FM. I think, okay. you know, a lot of people are listening to, like, Radio Disney or whatever. They're all ears. I got it. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of... But their parents knew. And it, mm-hmm. like, was, like, a local... I was, like, a local celebrity. Okay. At, like, a very small scale. Like, I was yeah. in the Long Beach Christmas Parade. All right. Yeah. I got a write-up in the Long Beach newspaper. Okay. Um... And, yeah, the kids knew, but I think it was cooler for their parents. Like, I started getting invited to a lot of sleepovers. Okay. You know, a lot of birthday parties I was attending. It was a busy couple of years for me. Mmm. People wanting to get name dropped on the radio? Yeah. People wanted to go to the Shark Tales premiere. Wow. Yeah. Had a lot of fake friends at that time. Okay. Um... But yeah, it was fun. My dad loved it. He like, you know, he would try and like, he would try and name drop me to like get perks for things. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, he had, to, he had to get like a rental car for something. Like mm-hmm. his car was in the shop and he needed like a loaner car. Yeah. So he picks me up from school in a convertible and he's like, yeah, they were going to give me some sort of like sedan or hatchback or whatever. But I asked if they listened to 102.7 and I told them that you're my daughter. So they gave me the convertible. Get out of here. Yeah. Off of word mm-hmm. of mouth. Because mm-hmm. it's not like he's got your voice in his pocket. No. Like if you shows him a picture, it's not like they're like, whoop, that's, that looks like the, the kid I yeah. listened to on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> but then that was also the weird thing was like people being like, you sound familiar. Are you that little girl from the radio? Really? Yeah. Get out of here. And then I got to go to, like, um, all the Jingle Balls and the Wango Tangos. I I don't know what Jingle Balls are. (laughs) It sounds crazy. Jingle Ball and Wango (laughs) Tango are the two big concerts that Kiss FM, now it's iHeartRadio, but they put Uh, on. So one's the Christmas one, and one's, like, I don't know when. But they have, like, all the top artists on the radio performing together, like a little festival. Did did Britney Spears ever do one? Um, I don't remember Britney being on one of the Wingo Tango or Jingle Balls, but I remember I got to bring up um, Gwen Stefani and her okay. Harajuku era. Okay. Yeah. Gwen Stefani recently uh, said she was Japanese. Uh, <laughs> they were like, what? What about uh, the cultural appropriation? She's like, I'm Japanese. I know. I love it. Like, people keep trying to take her down for that, and she just, like, won't let it. She just keeps right. digging herself in deeper. Yeah. I, 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 I do love that. Angel Music. Angel mm-hmm. love music, baby. Lamb? Lamb, yeah. Lamb is... I love Wind It Up. Wind It Up. That's great. That's on uh, The Sweet Escape, I uh-huh. think. Yeah. Oh, and I met, this was in 2000. You couldn't tell me this wasn't epic at the time. I thought, I thought people were going to be singing this in the streets. You hear this beat? It's so good. This whole album is great. Hey. I agree. This is 2005. Everyone's wearing cowboy hats. Cowboy mm-hmm. hats were in. 
at okay. the time. Okay. I have a photo of me with Ludacris. I'm in a cowboy yeah. hat. Luda's in a cowboy hat. He's got a big chain on. And it's just me and him. Wow. Yeah. So cool. Dang. Yeah. And so the kids at school, they know, like, the, they know. you're telling them about this? They know. Well, and I, to make matters worse slash better, I would leave school to record the prank phone calls every Tuesday. I would leave school a little bit early on Tuesday to drive oh, up to Oh, you got to do them in person. Did them in person. So, wait. So, wait, wait, where are you coming from? Long Beach. So, Long Beach to Hollywood. Yeah. So, you're getting picked up? Well, at first, at the beginning, my dad would drive me. In the Sometimes convertible. my mom. My dad would drive me, yeah, <laughs> in whatever car he's managed to get. It. Um, and he would drive me up. And then after a while, it becomes a job. My dad's like, I don't want to drive to Hollywood every week. Yeah. So then they would get an intern or someone from the studio to pick me up in the, like, in the decaled car, the Kiss FM Scion at the time. Get out of here. And they'd pick me up. An intern signing you out from school. Yeah. To go to the radio station. Yeah, and I'm just, like, driving to Hollywood with a stranger. (laughs) I think her name was Natalie. You're coming back to third grade, like, so what do you do? Yeah. Oh, you don't have a job? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I keep my parents afloat. (laughs) So, wait, they don't name drop you at Enterprise? Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Sad. Sad you're doing nothing for your family. Hmm. No honor, no respect. But, yeah, they'd pick me up. And I remember one time the girl who was picking me up, she was friends with Apple Diap from Black Eyed Peas. Okay. She'd be on speakerphone in the car. Yeah. Talking to, and she'd be like, I'm with little Allie. And I'm just talking to Apple Diap. Apple Diap. Is he, is he the one no, with the I think mohawk? He, I, think, I think he's the freaky looking one. <laughs> The well, the thing about the Black Eyed Peas, I feel like they all are a little freaky looking. There, yeah, they've all got their own little. Funk, yeah, yeah. But I feel like Apple the App is the most standout in terms of looks. Okay, all right. But it, yeah, it was cool. And then I'd go to the studio and I'd record like four prank phone calls, and then people would call in and say which one was their favorite, and then they'd play the most popular phone call on Friday. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it was cool. And so are the wheels turning? Are you like, are you like, oh, I'm going to be on no. all that. I'm going to be like, you know, uh, in the movies, like, you know, are, are you thinking like that far? Are you, are you just like, I'm also, I also get to be a regular kid on a Chilean squad. I'm not like, this is what I do on Wednesdays. Yeah, it, dif- it, it did feel like that was just like a Wednesday thing with special perks on the weekends. of mm-hmm, like, you know, mm-hmm. the Shark Tales premiere. But... <laughs> Then you because keep dropping the Shark Tales. It was so cool. Shark Tales <laughs> is such a good movie. It Ava stands, Mendes it, and uh... it holds up. <laughs> they had good music. Where, or um is Shark Tales the one where they play car wash? Yeah, where they're all fishes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they're great, fishes. Yeah. yeah. That was a sick and I got a Shark Tales blanket. I got mm-hmm. a bunch of Shark Tales swag. But um because it's Hollywood and I'm like a child at this point, you know, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I get like an agent or a manager or something. Okay. So now they're sending me on auditions, but I'm like, I don't even know. I didn't even know that what I was already doing was a real job. Yeah. Like all of this, does, like I didn't know any of this. Mm. So I like, I remember I auditioned for Hannah Montana yeah. as a child to be the best friend. Oh, man. But and you didn't get the best of both worlds. I did not get the best. Of- <laughs> I was like living Hannah Montana life. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Right, right. If anyone was qualified, yeah. it should have been me. But no, I I remember I went into Disney to do the audition and they're like, can you, they didn't have like sides for me. They did. But then they, after I read like the audition, which was horrible, I don't know how to read an audition mm-hmm. at, you know, eight or nine years old. Right. They were like, can you do a monologue? And I'm like, what is that? And they were like, you have to leave. Oh, no. I didn't know what a monologue was. Yeah. So I left and um, never heard back. But, yeah, I mean, it was weird. And then, yeah, I mean, Ryan Seacrest was starting Ryan Seacrest Productions. Mm. So when my contract ended with Little Allie, 
and I became too old to be little when I was turning into adolescent Allie. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, well, we're going to stop doing the phone calls, but why don't you join Ryan Seacrest production? You'll get like, we'll, we'll take 20% of whatever you do. And my dad's like, 20% is a whole lot of money. <laughs> That's way too much money. Right. <laughs> and so then my dad was like, we'll, we'll go back. We'll, we'll, we'll say 10. And then they were like, no, we're good. So... That didn't happen, but I always rub it in my dad's face that we could have been the Kardashians. Right. I was about to say, so, like, are you watching, like, Courtney and Chloe take yeah. Miami and be like, yeah. Dad, that could have been a, yeah. I could have been taking cities. Yes. I could at least take, like, Nashville. Yeah. I, it's me and my two sisters, you yeah. know? We all got our own things. Yeah. I, I, I still would love to see that show, like, the working class Kardashian, like, keeping up with the Makovskis. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, mm-hmm. two longshoremen parents and then three sisters. Yeah. Just kind of doing normal stuff. Well, it's prob- they're probably set up scenarios where you're, like, you know, you're talking to Kathy Griffith about yeah. doing comedy and yeah. talking to, like, you know, Joan Rivers and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, different stuff like that. Not to make you sad. Yeah. <laughs> Things are going to be so much different. I mean, you know, hey, you wouldn't be here. Let me me tell you that. That's true. And I'm happy to be here. And I am happy to be here. Allie, what's your favorite color sky? Hmm. I like a purplish um, peach. Purplish Purplish peach. Yeah, like when there's some like orangey pink undertones, but then there's like a soft purple. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a post-sunset? type of thing kind of yeah mm-hmm. 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 yeah when there's like enough smog to kind of make everything look glowy yeah no i think the pollution out here makes the sky look it's gorgeous beautiful. yeah 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 they don't talk about we the, don't appreciate the upside that. of pollution yeah yeah sure it's like, gonna like kill us all early but sure but it, at least it's we have gonna a look good view. while it's mm-hmm. doing it yeah yeah mm-hmm. what's your favorite sky my favorite i'm i'm in the same i'm in the sherberty uh, orangey mm-hmm. side uh, of things. Yeah. Yeah. Is this your like uh, question you ask every guest? I do ask every guest. Nice. Yeah, yeah. What's that guy um, who does the who's dead now? But he asked the seven questions. Um, I want to say James Lipton, but I James think... Lipton from Inside the Actor Studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay, I like, wasn't sure what, if I was. What tattoos do you have? What's your favorite curse word? Yeah. Doesn't he kind of talk like that mm-hmm, a little bit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to love that. Me too. I love. Do you watch a lot of celebrity interviews? All the time. <sighs> I'll watch an old Letterman interview, mm-hmm. an old Conan, like like it's nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, I also, do you like watching awards shows? I, wa- I watch yeah. every award show. Do you show. get emotional? I rarely get emotional. Mm-hmm. I it's cry. Been, really? Yeah. Which ones make you cry? Just people like winning awards and their speeches. <laughs> people winning awards. Yeah. Uh, Same thing like when I saw the Taylor Swift concert um, movie. Mm-hmm. Just so emotional. I'm like, look at all, uh, everyone's living their dreams. Yeah. But yeah, it makes me so emotional. I'm like, uh, if I could just tell these people that it would all work. Yeah. But then I think I also probably project, project myself into that. And I'm like, one day. One day you want to be T-Swift? No, but I want to, like, b- kill it at what I do. Yeah. I want a big stadium of people, like, there to see me. Ah. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, I, I think I want... I, I don't know what I want. I don't know if I want that. I don't know if I want a stadium. Yeah, I don't know, but I I want people to be obsessed with me and love me. Yeah. I mean, that would help out a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand that. Is that too that. much to ask? worldwide admiration it's a lot it's a lot but if you if you are admired by the world comics are gonna hate you we hate successful comedians yeah i don't care more than anything yeah i don't care (laughs) hate me all you want yeah yeah okay but also i'll be devastated so (laughs) i want everyone to love me (laughs) right when I met you, you were in New York. How how long were you in New York? Not very long. I feel like when I was going to New York, I would just go for a really long time when I would visit. Mm. So everyone thought that I was living there. Yeah. But the longest I was ever there was like a month and a half. Really? And I think where what happened was every time I would go to New York, I would tell people I'm moving here. So yeah. So I think then the I next time they that. saw me, they were like, oh, she moved. Oh, it happened. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I feel like the L.A. to New York move might be the toughest move in comedy. I've been saying it for so long. I've been saying I'm going to do it for so long. Because I feel like New Yorkers are bred to not like anybody. Yeah. But they're super bred to not like people from L.A. Yeah. And then, like, you saying, oh, well, I'm from Long Beach. They don't know what that means. Yeah. They hear beach. They're yeah. like, oh, that's, <clears throat> yeah, get with it. You know, they don't even know that, that like, you're, what that what you think that means versus what they hear. See, but I think the advantage of saying I'm from Long Beach is it's a recognizable place because Sublime is from Long Beach, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg is from Long Beach. Mm-hmm. So Long Beach is known. Yeah. And that's true. That's true. It's not LA. I feel like if you say you're from LA, everyone's right. like and especially how I talk, people have an idea. I go on the road and sometimes people will bring me up as from LA and I it hate will bother that. me. I hate that. I'm like, oh, now everyone hates me. How people where I'm from look at people like when they hear from LA, yeah. they don't think this guy's about to knock my socks off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I like saying I'm from Long Beach. Because I feel like when you're from other places, you look at you. You're watching Nickelodeon. And you're like, these kids ain't better than us. Speaking of Nickelodeon and They're all just... that. <laughs> I keep running into Amanda Bynes, and at what point do really? I say something because I want to be friends with her? Yeah. And at what? And how do I start that conversation without sounding crazy? Ah, uh, you need an in that that doesn't require you knowing it's Amanda Bynes. But obviously, I know it's Amanda Bynes. I can't. I don't think I can play it that cool. Where I'm like, oh, I like your. Like you don't think you could play it until she brings it up? No. And she's just I, like, one day y'all, y'all just hanging out and like you scrolling on the, uh, looking for something to watch and like, big fat liar. And yeah. then she's like, oh, yeah, you know. I mean, maybe, but that feels so <laughs> deceitful. I don't want to lie to Amanda. I don't no, want to just don't come up. It just don't come up. Mm. It just don't come up. Well, I was thinking my end could be, I know she's starting a podcast. Okay. And she's having a tough time because she's doing it with this guy, Paul. And a lot of people online don't like Paul. People have bad stories They don't about like Paul. Paul. No, Paul Szymanski, I guess, is a bad guy and a liar. Okay. But Amanda's doing her podcast with him. He's a... Wait, wait. This is not... You talking about Paul not going to get you close to Amanda. Paul, well... <laughs> I, here's the thing. My boyfriend has mm-hmm. his own podcast studio. Okay. So I'm like, next time I run into Amanda, I should say, hey, I know you're trying to start, you know, a podcast. Okay. If you're looking for a studio, my boyfriend has a podcast studio, and I think he could really help you. Okay. What if your boyfriend and Amanda hit it (sighs) off, and then she's his friend, and now you're his girlfriend? Wow. Whose girlfriend? Your boyfriend's. I'm my boyfriend's girlfriend. Yeah. But him and Amanda are like best friends. Yeah. Or they start dating. So like, no, well, no, she doesn't. No, 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 oh, no, she no. hits it off with him she and not me. She hits off with him platonically. Yeah. And now she can never hit it off with you because you're just, you know. Yeah. On the side. I think I'd be fine with that. Because <laughs> I think ultimately what friendship is, is you want the best for your friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if that's what's best for Amanda, I'm yeah. willing I'm willing for that, you know, for our friendship to be put to the side for her to, got you, you know, be back on the up. Yeah, yeah. She's so funny. She's such yeah. a great comedic actress. Right. She's Dear the Ashley. Man. Oh, I don't know about Dear Ashley. From all that. Oh, Dear oh, Ashley, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's me. What a time. Such a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? Do you think I should just say something next time I see her at Starbucks? Yeah. Do I say, hey, Amanda? Wait till they call her name. Yeah. If she if she's putting Amanda there, then they're saying it out loud. They and do. You're like, they call oh, my name. God. Oh, Amanda. Amanda, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm Lil' Allie. <laughs> yeah. We're both child stars yeah. <laughs> of the same caliber. People are both dying to see us return. Right. Yeah, that's a good. I'll connect with her on the child star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My parents also took my money. They took your money? Yeah, my dad took 5000 of my hard-earned child star dollars to buy outdoor patio furniture. Okay. 
but he still has it. So I think that was a good investment. A well, pretty good investment. Yeah. 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 So we could we have a lot in common actually. Yeah. We both have shaved our heads. She currently has a top. You shave. shaved your head. Yeah. You didn't know me then. I I think I remember. Hmm. This sounds this sounds familiar. Yeah, maybe if you saw it, you'd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I shaved off all my hair. And then it was like blonde. And then it was blonde. Yeah, yeah, I do remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm just like brunette and normal. Yeah. Why'd you say it like that? Because I'm like I don't know. I think I need to. I think I need to do something crazy again. What what's crazy in 2024? What is crazy? I know that's the. Hard, I feel like that's why I went normal because I'm like being normal is almost an act of rebellion. Yeah. In this world. In some in some circles, it definitely is. But now I'm like maybe I just saw Poor Things with Emma Stone. I've been trying to get out to see it. I don't know anything about it. I don't know what it's about. It's I just know who's in it, it's and good. I know that there's parts that are black and white and parts that are mm-hmm. in color. That's all I know. It's fun. Yeah? Highly recommend. Okay. But she has black hair in it, and I'm like, oh, maybe I go black. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But maybe I go back to blonde. What okay. do you think? I think you, you do what, what feels best. I think, here's my plan. Okay. Amanda Bynes, currently blonde. Mm. She's bleach blonde right now. Mm. Maybe I go bleach blonde. I go, oh mm. my God, who does your hair? We start talking about our blonde hair. Oh, it's so much work to upkeep, right, girl? This this is getting into scary territory. And then I get a face tattoo that matches hers. Yeah, I don't, I don't think then, that's the move. I don't think that's how you get this. And then I start doing a podcast with Paul Szymanski. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I think and this then, is the absolute wrong. This is how you become Amanda Bynes' rival. Hmm. I think this sounds normal of me. I don't. I, I don't think, think this so. sounds like healthy behavior. No. I don't. I don't think so. Hmm. I think this is how you and Amanda Bynes are like opposite ends of the room, looking at each other. Yeah. Sharp looks turning the other way. Not not a good look. Not okay. a good look. Then maybe I'll go black hair. And I'll go, oh my god, I wish I could dye my hair blonde. Like yours. Mm. I want black. It was a mistake. You look great. Mm. And then the friendship. Okay. And then we become friends. And then she listens to this podcast. And she's like, what was all of that about? Mm. I thought what we had was real. Mm. If I become friends with Amanda, we'll have to edit this out. Okay, all right. If you and if you and Amanda become friends, we'll you know we'll cut this out. Yeah, be a real quick episode. You know, <laughs> the whole episode. We should title this episode Amanda. 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 Show. Oh, you know who else has a great show? Bill Nye. Bill Nye. The Bill, science Bill, guy. Bill. Bill. Yeah. Bill Nye, the science guy. I love that man. Did you learn anything from Bill Nye the Science Guy? Nothing that I could say at this moment, but I feel like when I was watching, I was learning. But I guess I wasn't if I don't remember anything from it. I remember they had like a a Nirvana-like song, Mm. and it was called Air Pressure. It was like air pressure, air pressure, air pressure. Uh But I don't remember like anything about it. Yeah. I remember that it was a thing. Uh, I met Bill Nye at an SNL after party. Whoa. Yeah, big name drop. Whoa. Mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. who was hosting in the musical? Mm. Who's who Bill Nye there hosting? to support and see? I remember Will Ferrell was at the party. Okay, sick. I saw Lauren at the party. It was the, it was the week I did The Tonight Show. <gasps> and like... Uh, they let me in the party, but they didn't let in Reggie Conquest. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and so it was when me and him have like a like a string of awkward like moments like that or whatever. But he ended up getting in. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I don't remember who was hosting. It might have been Will Ferrell hosting, like okay. like coming back and hosting yeah. type of thing. Yeah. What do you do in that situation where you get into something but then your friend is stuck? Are you like, oh, like we don't, we don't, 
have to go? It was wild because the bouncer let me in because he had just saw me at Rockefeller like oh, a couple of days yeah. before. And, I, you know, like, so we good. go up to the door and we're like, yeah, we're there with, uh, with Chris. Um, and then the guy at the door, he's like, man, I don't know you to Reggie. And then he's like, you're Rob Hayes. Go on in. <laughs> and I'm looking like. What do I do? Yeah. And I think Reggie hit me up to go, you know, like it was, it was nuts. So then, you know, he was like, just going ahead. And then I went on ahead. And the only person I felt comfortable talking to was Bill Nye. If you're in that situation, if you, if you're in that situation, a lot of people, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. You know who will talk to you? Bill Nye, the science guy. He's a safe space. Safe space. And it's like you grew up with him. It, it's, yeah, like a yeah. guardian angel. I feel like I know him, you know. You talk to him? A little bit, <sighs> a little bit. So cool. Yeah, nothing serious, you know. Yeah. I wasn't like, yo, what does the core of earth feel like? You know, I didn't yeah. do anything like that. Should have. Yeah. wonder what he would have said. Are you Bill Nye over Neil deGrasse Tyson? Uh... I feel about the same about them. You know, I think I like I like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I had a roommate that didn't like him. He used to call him Neil Dick Ass Tyson. I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> uh it's funny to like roast scientists. <laughs> to have right, like some weird beef right. with a scientist. I um I, I only went to one SNL after party. Okay, me too. But it was kind of a weird it was like a weird universe type of thing only because the host of SNL was Jenna Ortega. Okay. Mrs. Wednesday Adams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was going I was going to that show. This is recently, right? Yeah, this, this is, is like uh, kind of April recent. of this year. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was my first time ever going to the show and doing all that. But like the week before I'm in LA, I'm at Fred sixty two Having some food, eating with a friend. What's Fred 62? It's like this little diner on Vermont. Okay. Like East Hollywood area. So I'm eating at Fred 62, and I'm with my friend, and we're chowing down. And then at the booth next to me, I realize like halfway slash the end of our meal that General Ortega is sitting right by us. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is kind of exciting. Yeah. But I was like, oh, wow, like, how funny, like, I'm literally going to see her next week because I'm going to her SNL that she's mm-hmm. hosting. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there. I don't, like, say anything or whatever. But at one point, um, she was, like, she was hugging her friend by, but she was kind of, like, staring at me. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. And then when we go to SNL, you know, the show, then we go to the after party, and they put who I was with at, um, at the after party. They put us in a booth and I'm sitting there. We're getting all, you know, settled into this table at the after party. And then I like I look over and she is we're literally in the same position that we were at Fred 62. out of here. Yeah. So I'm like I look at her and then I was like, oh, she probably thinks I'm following her or she doesn't or think she about it at all every time she sits in a booth <laughs> I'm gonna be someone right that looks week. like you yeah. is right there just waiting yeah it was kind of exciting i love when moments like that happen mm-hmm. makes me feel like i don't know so i'm on the right track what if every time she goes to the booth now she doesn't see you and she's like pissed do you think she thinks she's about like, it what the what Where's the that girl? hell is going on here? What? Where did y'all take me? Yeah. She probably thought she was in the Matrix for a second. Yeah. I imagine if you're a celebrity, there's a lot of moments that feel like the Matrix. Because people are acting different around you. And yeah. Pe- things probably work out in a way that you would assume is like organic or natural, but then you realize, like me with Amanda. Yeah. Well, it happens all <laughs> the time. I feel like in comedy... Because, like, as you ascend in comedy, comedians know you before you know them. Mm. So then, like, sometimes you'll go to a city. You know, some comics will be like, oh, I love you, um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I loved how you did this. And then somebody else would just be like, hey, what's up? And then you're like, hey, what's up? You know, and then you don't know till after a while, like, man, watch all your stuff, blah, blah, blah. Or you you just don't know. And then you go to follow. It says follow back. Yeah. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. I got got. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. hear another mix. 
You want to hear another mix? What should we mix? I don't know. Just something like, like maybe can we mix like something of Gwen Stefani's Sweet Escape with? Okay. I don't know. I was, as soon as you started playing that at the top, it made me just so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do this for fun? Oh, okay. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Okay. Rob Hayes. DJ. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, I I don't know. That was like my like beginning of being like, I don't care what these other kids say. I'm listening to this. Like when I when I got to college of Sweet Escape came out first year, I was so hype. Yeah. And I knew no one that liked it. All my friends were like, no, man, this is whack, man. This is, this man, I can't believe you listening to this, man. We supposed to be listening to, like, Jeezy, man. We supposed to listen to Ross, man. You in here listening to, I was just like, nah, this. That, that, you just talking sounds like, um, like uh, Kanye's ad libs on College Dropout. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's just talking about Gwen Stefani's uh, yeah. album. You're not supposed to be listening the to Sweet this. Escape, man. You ain't supposed to be listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did it, yeah, I could see how it wouldn't be cool as a guy to listen to that. It's like a very like sexy, cool, girly. And people were so protective of of their whole manhood and yeah. everything at that time. I feel like now, you know, like you have people that like misgender people on purpose and yeah. like call everybody girl and yeah. like you know, uh, people are are because we have more access. People are more like you know forthcoming with oh, but yeah, but sometimes I listen to this or like you know every dude sometimes they. You know they might turn this on, what you know, but there was there was none of that when this music was coming out. I'm so brave of you to stand by. I like what I like. I mean, yeah, I mean it's great. Anybody that ends a song like this, it's like this is hard. This is just put this in a robot movie. What are y'all doing? They just making stuff with tools. Come on, man. Ain't nobody else doing this. I can't get this from Keisha Cole. If Keisha Cole was doing this, then I would have listened to that. Yeah. And then what's the song she has with Eve? Uh, Blow Your Mind? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, If I Was a Rich Girl? If I Was a Rich Girl? Yeah. They start the crazy. Yeah. This sounds like a Disney, like this would be playing at Disneyland, but in like some freaky... Come on. How do we not know that this track is how Pharrell got Despicable Me? How do we know that Pharrell didn't go to DreamWorks and they were like, I don't know, we're thinking about Timbaland, we're thinking about, you know, we we go in several directions. We we can get Just Blaze, I don't know, you know, and then he's just like... Yeah. All the Minions glasses just fog up when he plays it. Banana. Come on. Did you watch Minions? I did watch Minions. I didn't watch Despicable Me 1. I did watch Despicable Me 2 in the theater and Minions in the theater. Yeah. I saw the first. Whatever was the first out of all of that. I missed the first one. I saw the first one in theater. Because I was at that age when you're like in high school and you go to see like kids movies like Mm -hmm, as a joke. mm Mm-hmm. And then you also are hoping to like maybe get fingered in the very back row of the movies. Of Despicable Me? Yeah. You're like, yo, Despicable's in the title. <laughs> what do you want me to do? It's about evil. Yeah. 
uh i don't i think i had a, a period where i was like i'm taking a break from kids movies mm. so then i i feel like there was like i think i think the marker for me was i went to jimmy neutron and i felt like ah this wasn't for me mm-hmm. and then i feel like i took a break and i didn't come back until i had like a stepbrother and then uh yeah, saw like Transformers and like uh, some other stuff. Transformers wasn't really a kids movie. Yeah, I guess not. I guess you not. had Shia LaBeouf. You yeah, got yeah, Megan yeah. Fox. They killed Bernie Mac. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? He's in the beginning of the uh, Transformers. Yeah, yeah. What's he doing there? He's he's selling a car. He's a car salesman. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never seen the Transformers movie. Oh man, spoiler alert! Bernie Mac's not gonna Damn. make it. Damn. Yeah. Did it, the car like eats him or something? I think he gets hit by like a like a car or something, and then like yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. No one's safe in a Transformers movie. That used to be a big thing. You got a big movie, then you get a random comedian, like a random black comedian, yeah. to just have a small part, like a, yeah. uh, like a. Uh, there's a part in Spider-Man 2 where Donnell Rollins is walking down the street and Spider-Man, uh, Peter Parker's running with pizzas and then he runs back in the alley and he comes out as Spider-Man holding the pizzas and then Donnell Rollins is like, Spider-Man just took that man's pizza! So random. That's it. I wonder how much you get paid for something like that. Mark Curry's a cab driver in uh, Armageddon. Wow. He's <laughs> like, What's that? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Tim Dillon was just in that Thanksgiving movie. Okay. The Eli Roth movie. Okay. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Come by the pod, Tim, anytime, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody listens, you know, I just ask them. You ask them through the pod to do the pod. Hi, I'm Mm-hmm. She just did that on The Voice. She did? Yeah, there's this girl on The Voice, a contestant. She got runner-up. She got second place. Her name's Ruby Lee, and she's like a yodeler. Okay. She has like an incredible voice. And after her audition, Reba and Gwen Stefani were both talking about their yodel experience, and Gwen is like, I also yodel. Hi on the hill. <laughs> Yo, it was so disrespectful. <laughs> That's wild. And then Rebo does this like full like country yodel song, and it's like, yeah. Which one of them is less? Like, I feel like they both should not be yodeling. I think Reba. Reba's a country girl. Is yodeling country? Yodeling is like country Americana. I thought yodeling was like a different country. It is, but it, but I guess Reba's backstory is she like grew up. I don't know. Her like dad taught her how to yodel or something. I feel like Reba might. I I she can get that off, but I think yeah. No, Gwen Stefani yodeling is just yeah. yeah that's hilarious. Anything you want to tell the people? Anything that you want to put out there? Anything you want to promote? No, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You can. Well, this is such a this was a, such a weird angle the whole well not just on was it like shirt. that the whole time it just the shirt i sound like my mom the shirt just makes me look so big just makes me look so much bigger whatever um you can find me on instagram at not ally mac and okay. you can come see me do shows all over you can go to allymakovsky.com slash shows i'll be adding more dates in the new year I'll be in Denver for New Year's, so New Year's weekend, Denver, Colorado. Are you doing New Year's Eve? I'm doing New Year's Eve. Ooh. Have you done New Year's Eve before? I've never headlined New Year's Eve, but I've featured New Year's Eve, and it hasn't been a good experience. Yeah. But because it's Comedy Works downtown Denver, I feel like it'll be... More fun. They drink in Denver, but they they have a lot of good audience members there. I think I think yeah. it'll be a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna bring my boyfriend. The most important is the countdown. Yeah, got to make sure you do the countdown. I'm gonna do the countdown. Yeah, I'll kiss my boyfriend in front of the audience. Ooh. Yeah, I'm doing some PDA. So if you want to see me kiss a man, come to the show. Heck yeah. 
This has been the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes. Uh, continue the conversation on Discord. Also, um, you know, keep sending those sky pics. Happy holidays to everybody. If you're in Seattle, I'll be there January 5th and 6th. And also, if you're in Ann Arbor, Michigan, I will be there the 23rd, 24th, and 22nd of February. <laughs> Did that out of order, but you know, hey, look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Can you play that intro again? Yeah.